Made with Real Ginger episode number we don't know. 752. Yeah, we did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually like nine. Yeah. But not, not nearly as not, much as we say. Yeah, not really very <laughs> sure. So Ginger and Wobbly. Yep. You got it. Talking about we don't know what. We never do. No. And so I listen to like Whitney Cummings podcast. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how podcasts are really just a giant tangent. I like that. If I could, because I have my own as well, mm-hmm. obviously not under Wobbly Bob, but um, if I could get that into my head, yeah, that would that would totally work for me. That's really what it is. So she, but does she have anybody else on with her, or is it just she her? Interviews. No, okay. No, she's had. Now I want to be a hundred percent honest. Yeah. As a actual real fan of this podcast, when she doesn't by herself, I can't take it. Okay. Well, see, that's why I don't do mine by myself because mm-hmm. I just it's don't hard. think I just don't think anybody can. Chris I don't think Scalia it's okay. Could now he's been pulled for other reasons, but um, oh, now he was very good. Okay, at doing episodes on his own. But he's been pulled. Yes. Okay, well, so for we, reasons we <laughs> not, for reasons not involving like, his podcast. Okay, yeah, just okay. for like me too kind of stuff. Oh, so, gotcha. Okay, yeah, to my understanding. Okay, so he's been pulled. But he is the only person, that, well, that's not true. Not the only. There is a guy that I listen to, Tom Gagliano. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like does, I know that name. We've talked about it before. Okay. Um, his podcast is called The Problem Was Me. Okay. And he has his master's in like sociology, and he does a lot of stuff about uh, codependency and stuff about childhood messaging and all that stuff. So he does his on his own also. Okay. But most, almost every other podcast I've listened to it has at least guests yeah well i haven't listened to many honestly you did send me the one um what's her name you just said whitney? It. yes whitney. whitney cummings yeah um you did send me that one i haven't listened yet Rude. but yeah <laughs> the only one i i'm just not a big podcast guy you know what i mean in in making them or listening to them <laughs> so but uh the one i did i have listened to most was um ah, i just lost his name dang it um you know, that um, that guy who used to do Fear Factor. What the heck is his name? Oh, uh, Joe Rogan. Yes, Joe Rogan. Yeah. There you no, go. No, and his are really... He's going to hear this and be like, it, yeah, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> now, him, I don't... I have tried. I like him because he gets in uh, people of prominence. Yes, I guess. He's, like, he's had Bernie Sanders. He's yeah, had, well, he's had... Yeah. Um, uh, dang it. Russell something. Russell Simmons? No. Russell... Brand? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was afraid you were going to say Crow, and I'm like, no, it's not Russell Crow. That would have eventually come to me. Right. Yeah. But yes, Russell Brand. He's had uh, Pauly Shore. Okay. You know, like I, I like the he out of the ordinary. The comedy, like, uh, the comedy store. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, uh, I like out of the ordinary ones like that. Like yeah, the one with Pauly Shore was kind of like, what happened? <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of just fell off the face of the earth or whatever. So I feel like sometimes you have to voluntarily do that. To yeah, just recuperate. I I don't think it was his wasn't voluntary, but oh. yeah, well, yeah. You know, that business is a different kind of business. It is, and well, like I like what he said though about it. You know, he he shot shot the fame so quick that it was like it, you know that something that happened so quick like that. It's like where do you go after that? Well, so. and that's that's actually a really interesting point, and that's how hard it is. I think like if I think about the entertainment industry. Because you either 
you once you finally get there, then it's like you have to keep pumping out stuff to try to stay relevant, mm-hmm. even if it's not something that you want to do or connect with or, you know, that's music, that's comedy, that's acting. That's like if you. Right. If you don't. Just Radio. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you don't pump them out. You know, yeah. It's kind of. Fall to the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. It is a doggy dog world. Yeah. It's not fun. No. <laughs> it's not something I would elect to do. Put that out there. But you kind of do. Well, <laughs> with radio on a very small, yeah, but yeah, that's radio's like, yeah, different. Very yeah. small scale. It is. Radio is almost. I mean, other than the ratings part, I feel like it's just work your butt off, and and you will succeed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I think that's most. I think that's most things. Yeah. I mean, except for enter like entertainment, like you're saying. You know, you have to keep pumping out. Well, you do. Certain levels, yeah, yeah, certain levels, and that's interesting too because there's a lot of bands and and whatnot that, uh, you know, even even like TV actors and stuff that don't necessarily they're not out there like most people, you know, they were at one point like and, and I reference like Pearl Jam, you know what I mean? They've mm-hmm. they've backed off since ten and and all that back in the early nineties, and but they still have a massive a massive enough yep. following that mm-hmm. they can continue doing what they love. And yeah. I think that's the ultimate goal. I think that is the ultimate yeah. goal. Like absolutely. Yeah, who's in like Tool, you know, they put out an album like once every 10 years. Yeah. But they have built such a cult following right. that it doesn't matter. Exactly. You yeah. Know, people will wait. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you hope. Complain. Yeah. Yeah, and complain, you're right. That is what people love to do. Right. They do love to complain. They do. I feel like nothing to talk about today. I mean, I feel like we were going pretty good there. I mean, <laughs> we were. Um, mean, let's the podcast about podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, oh, I did start listening to this. Okay. So I'm not like a true crimes person. Like okay. There's several people in this building who love true crime. I know. Podcasts. I don't understand the stigma to it. Like that stuff kind of ticks me off. Oh. Like if I watch it. Okay. Um, because it dives so deep mm-hmm. into certain things and, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, please. It just drives me absolutely. It makes me want to go hurt the person who's, you know, doing the the bad, the evil, you know? And I just, anyway, (laughs) it really, it does. That's hilarious. That's an interesting response. I've got got a very uh, superhero-like inner being. Oh, yeah, that's true. true. It's interesting. Um, So, but I've been listening to, it's called, oh no, what is it? Something in the Valley. I was talking to you and AJ Silver from The Hayride about this when it first came out because I accidentally stumbled upon it. Oh, man. And now I already listened to the one from this week, so it's not. But it's about Tracy Lords. Okay. So Tracy Lords was like a big porn actress back in right. you know, the 80s. Mm-hmm. But apparently she got in when she was underage and then yeah. blew it up when she was 18. Like right. she supposedly turned herself in and just like blew up. The, it was a big, huge thing. So it's really actually quite fascinating because what the people that are doing this podcast are coming at it from like three different angles. Right. So you get Tracy Lord's version of what happened, which is in her eyes, she was a victim. You know, she was taken advantage of as a a young girl and, you know, drugs and this and that. Kind of like Pizzagate. Or whatever, you know, not not to that extent, but, but along those lines, yeah, like, like somebody she was supposedly molested as a young child, right? And blah, you know, I we don't know, right? So I said supposedly. So then they also come at it from the porn industry's 
side, which is she came in with a fake ID, like it looked real, you know, like that she manipulated the system. The situation. Yeah, that right. she came in and like ran that. Gotcha. Like ran it like a pro. Right. Like, you know, like she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And then they also delve into like her personal life and who she really is, which is Nora Cruzman is like her real name. Okay. Um, and her backstory. So it's all, it's really fascinating because it allows you to decide what you think. I see. Happened. So I like that a lot because, you know, the true crimes are like, like you said, they delve into the person that committed the crimes. and That one wouldn't make me want to hurt somebody so much. But so, <laughs> I'm like, I am like, oh, there's a new episode. Like, and I listen. Yeah. Because I think it's really interesting. And I do wonder, because I do believe that people have the capability, even at 15, to be like, to manipulate a situation. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I, as soon as you said 15, I somebody jumped into my mind. And I'm not going to name any names, right. but... Um, obviously they're much older now, but I know of a situation that was kind of like that as well. And yeah. it's, you're right. I mean, right or wrong in the right frame of mind or not, they, those people can do that. There's, you know, that's, it's, I think it's all about a need for something. Well, it is, so for her, it was, she lived in somewhere, Ohio, mm -hmm. like she just wanted to escape her life. Right. Because her father was an alcoholic. Because there ain't nothing like, in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, that's, and they make a really big point to kind of, you know, explain exactly where she came from. Right. And an alcoholic father and a mother who was never there, you know, so she had to like help raise her sisters. So she wanted an out. And it started with a small ambition of like, small, um, air quotes. Yeah. Small, like a small ambition of getting into like Playboy. Right. And then it just escalated from there. You. So it seems, you know, as the story unfolds, it seems very much like she had an intention, you know, because she was also stuck because at 15 you can't get jobs. Yeah. You know, so she wanted to change her life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will do whatever it takes to change their life. Do you have a certain position that you take on it? Like, what, what do you think about it? I think she totally manipulated, manipulated it. it. Yeah, to I totally. I, yeah. I was going to say the same. I mean, um, I don't, obviously, I don't know much about it like you, but like as far as her, where was her parents at, you know? And Oh, well, and know. her, so her mother's boyfriend, I say you should really listen to it. I should. <laughs> her mother's boyfriend got her the fake ID, oh. took her to like the the naked photo, okay. mo naked modeling appointments. Like, so. Did they have a relationship? Yes and no. Like, so I she, mean, like a physical. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's really weird. It's really... It does sound weird. Weird. Yeah, it is, that is <laughs> weird. It yeah. is. like You have... You really... Like, I highly recommend people listen to it. I just got to find the name of it. Something in the Valley. Shoot. It's going to take me a second. Talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, uh, staying on the subject, yeah. I, I would... Like I said, I totally oh. think that she manipulated the system and i say that because well if you're from ohio how do you get out to you know california, california without wanting to be there you know what yeah. i mean when your family's in ohio you know there's there's this whole play mm -hmm. of things you know you're talking about her would you say stepdad uh or mom's boyfriend mom's boyfriend so not even technically stepdad yeah. But, you know, yeah, they can, that can get in your head and that can play a role. Where was her mom at the time? 
You know, why didn't she go to mom and say, mom, you know, what's your, what's your boyfriend trying to pull here? You know what I mean? Like we all have choices. And I was actually just telling uh, crazy Bob about that. Like one thing I stand behind in life is legit. Like we live and die by the choices choices we make. Amen. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Once upon a time in a valley. Once upon a time in the valley. Once upon a time in In the, the valley. In the valley. It's so good. Gotcha. It's so good. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. So and Ashley West is a part of it, and I don't I don't know who that is, but apparently sounds like he's another a porn. Yeah, yeah, okay. Porn guy. Oh, he. Okay. He. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and it's so interesting. So they interview. This is where it gets wild. Mm-hmm. They interview like other porn actresses that she worked with. Like it's they really do a great job just giving you a full picture. And they don't. They even say they're not trying to angle it one way or another. Gotcha. Right. They're just trying to lay out. All of the facts, mm-hmm. you know, because they're they're actually like Tracy Lord fans, right? So I guess Tracy Lords was like upset that this whole thing was happening. Okay, but they're like, we actually are like fans, you know. We think this is a great story because yeah. you don't know, like nobody knows what the actual truth is, right? And you know, if you look at it from a motivational standpoint, her, for lack of better words, coming out mm-hmm. um, about everything. It kind of stands to reason that, okay, there was some things that she didn't like in the business, and maybe she really didn't want to do it anymore. And now by, you know, putting it on blast and saying all this and all that, well, now I can just sue for the money and not have to sleep with random, not random, but, you know, other porn stars. Yeah, Yeah. well, you've really got to listen, because it gets really interesting, because what happened is at 18, she called the FBI to get stuff raided or whatever. But by 18, she started her own production company. Oh, okay. She had her own rights to her own movies. Mm. And she was the biggest selling porn actress at the time. Even at 18. Even at 18. Okay. So now all of a sudden, she has all the rights to all her own movies, but she calls the FBI to shut down... Well, even more oh, motivation to, uh-huh. you know, it's capitalized. Yeah. yeah. To capitalize make, and monopolize she'd make money on, on it. Yeah. yeah. It's really fascinating. Yeah, no doubt. It's really, really interesting. And then I'm like, then as a human, I'm like, wow, like how smart, just how incredibly, I mean, it's manipulative. Yeah. And it's, it's not something I would willingly want to do. Right. But like. It sounds like a, a lot of work. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more work than just. You know, let's. I'm not. I'm not right. even going to touch it's, that. Yeah. It's, well, I, I, it's just. It's fascinating. Right. And I'm like how incredibly skillfully manipulative this person could be, and then to put herself in a situation where she would be the one benefiting from her own. You know, I don't know. I find it fascinating. I think it's like. I think it's pretty genius on her part. I can see that. But I feel like it wasn't so much as, uh, I think to be that smart, it would have had to have been a plan since the age of 15, and I don't think it was. I think I think it came along it along It came the way. along, yeah, mm. along the way, which is just something I don't think you had to be so smart for. I don't know, man. You don't that's, that's That's somebody who is thinking ahead well, and right. like on their toes, mm-hmm. you know, because... Again, it's just so interesting because she talks about like, oh, she was drugged up for all this stuff. But anybody and everybody they interview that she worked with, they're like, she's the only one that never touched 
like cocaine or anything like oh, that. Oh, like, nice. I yeah. see. Okay. So they're like, I don't, I never saw her do drugs, you know, and when, mm. when they would do drugs, they were doing them, you know, together. It was like a whole big, you know. You know, and thing. if she's not an addict, right? that's another, that's another point to make. I would think is if she's not an addict, then you're, you're not really, when it comes to cocaine, like, let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> I have never touched it. I've seen it. I've seen I'm, it done. I'm, I've not done it. Right. Same. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, I know judgment. I don't, I don't care. But, you know, but I know people who have. And the thing is, is I know. So I had a, I had a friend actually at one time. And he kind of told me his ways of, of doing it when it came to cocaine, which was, you know, just buy up something for the night, you know, and pretty much do it all in one night. No. Yeah. Now, I never experienced him as as a fiend for cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I feel like, is enough. Basically, at the end of the day, what I'm getting at is that's a different animal. That would be something like maybe heroin or yeah. something, you, you know, know, that you fiend like, like a- for. Uh, yeah, you, you know, know, but I, but again, I'm not everybody and everybody does react right. to things differently. Absolutely. Like I've even said, like to my therapist, I've said, if I were to ever be an addict, it would be to something, an amphetamine. It would be okay. cocaine. It would be an upper because okay. I'm always so tired. Gotcha. So I have no interest in being more tired. Right. <laughs> like I just have no, no interest in anything that is going to shut me down. Right. But like, for example, when I have my spinal tap, mm-hmm. um, you know, they give you like massive caffeine pills. Gotcha. Like, essentially cocaine. And I was literally like in love with it. Because I really? was getting so much stuff done. I also believe But did you but that I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out the hold on, on that. Like, was it a mental? It had to have been a mental thing, right? It wasn't necessarily I mean, I guess there there's it's in my, caffeine, there's there's those properties that you know, make you want it. I would assume, I assume it's, it's mental, but I think that's where it all lies. So like I have a, you know, like the chemical dependency, basically. I have a, uh, you know, a codependency issue Mm. and that can easily lead to, okay. Easily be a substance abuse thing. Gotcha. Um, that's not obviously, thank God not, you know, Mm -hmm. I know it's, different life for everybody but that's not where i'm at well yeah and it's a yeah and you know everybody you know is is different again um but it's like uh, i I forget what i was gonna say i had something pretty wise to say (laughs) um but i forgot it what happens when you're tired yeah exactly i'm super tired today but yeah. I don't claim to understand. I just want to be clear with everybody. Like, I don't claim to understand addiction. Um, right. Well, that's what it was. It was uh, addictive personalities. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest, you know, like in my day, I've, I think a lot of us have, have experienced or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking experimented? for? Experimented. Experimented. Yeah. yeah. Um, certain things. Mm-hmm. And. I guess maybe I put it as I don't have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. So I never, you know, cigarettes was my biggest battle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And those are legal. Right. You know, and in my in my opinion, man, you, you need to get rid of that. And, yeah. You know? No, I agree Because with that. that is, you know, drinking. I, I, you know, I'm not addicted to. I like to. You know what I mean? And even now it's, I don't know, twice a month. If that, if that. Right. You know, that's at most. Right. Uh, when it comes to drinking. Um 
of course, when we were 21 and 22, you know, we were living it up partying oh, and stuff. Gosh, you know, yeah. even, well, I think I drank more before 21 right. than I did after turning 21. Yeah. So, my yeah, my, just my whole point there is, I guess people have different addictive personalities. They do, and it is there are there is a level of genetics in it. Um, yeah, I've heard it's hereditary. Okay, so like if you're dad is an alcoholic there is a, an increased chance that you will hmm. be an alcoholic okay i don't know how true that is um you know but i do again like it kind of circles back to what you said earlier about choices mm-hmm. so i do think you know because i used to smoke cigarettes yeah and like i fully believed i mean for 10 years it yeah. was like had to have one on long car drives mm-hmm. had to have one when i ate had you know like had to have it yeah and then I just cold turkey. I was like, I'm done. I'm done getting sick. I'm done feeling sick because I did just get to that point in my brain where I'm like, these are causing this, you know. That's so, so just- interesting that you say that because I was the same way. Like my sinus issues and this, yeah. that, and the other is like, this is just progressively getting worse mm-hmm. as the older I get. Like, yeah. why am I doing this to right. myself? Right, why am I doing this yeah. to myself? And I quit 2008, and I think that's right when – the bans on cigarettes were starting to roll out. So like all of a sudden, like you couldn't smoke. Oh my gosh. I mean, you don't remember any of this stuff. The bans? The bans. Like you couldn't smoke inside anymore. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. I wasn't sure what you meant. Yeah. 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 Regulations. I don't know. Yeah. That'd probably be better. Yeah. The regulations. Cause I'm like, cigarettes aren't banned. (laughs) No, but yeah. Right. So all, all of that. No, I totally remember that. As a matter of fact, Berkeley County in West Virginia, you can't, you can't smoke within, like, I think 25 feet of the door. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not in any restaurants. Um, but if you go right across the line to... The casino? Well, Jefferson County, oh. yeah. Um, well, like bars even. Berkeley County bars. You can't well, smoke uh, inside. Yeah. But Jefferson County, you can. That's weird. So it is weird, yeah. That's weird, man. Just and I remember it. specifically going... Uh, to a Jefferson County bar. I, where I lived was real close to the line. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like I was going way out of my way. Right. It was just like, hey, I'm just going to go down the street to this bar because it's right there and I can smoke inside of it. Right. So, yeah. it's. I was so glad when they did that. Like, at first I was really resistant to it because I was a smoker. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now that I've quit smoking, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, just thinking how they thought that having a smoking area in the a restaurant. A section, right, you know, yeah. Like, all of two feet away from your non-smoking yeah. section. And knowing all the risks of secondhand smoke yeah, right. and all of that stuff, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I cannot believe that went on for so long. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just the little things, like even it's, the, It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, even the little film on my car, you mm-hmm. know, if you smoke in your car mm-hmm. and you get that weird Oh, yeah, film on the, on on the your, windshield, oh, yeah. And my clothing. Oh, yeah. Like, just all of it. Like, I look at AJ Silver over there, and I'm like, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> he still smokes regularly. Yeah. Regularly. No, I still occasionally have, and we've talked about this. It's, it's definitely not a habit anymore because I don't go day after day smoking like mm-hmm. I'm and which is weird because I never thought I'd get to that point I have a buddy a couple buddies who you know if they're at a party they'll pick up a pack of cigarettes for the night but then won't smoke after that Ugh. you know I know people who uh, you know how, will like, just smoke I feel one. like I would have a a smoking hangover I feel you do like, totally because uh, that's how I am now mm-hmm. but you know, it's not just one or two cigarettes. It's you really have to be smoking and drinking that night to have. Right. I mean, just even take out the drinking. If you have just a night where you're around a bunch of smokers and you're smoking, 
uh, you know, more than three or four cigarettes, right. you will, I can promise you will have it because I've had it. I've had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as, as late, as lately as like a couple weeks ago, yeah. I, I smoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stink. It. Yeah, you're stinky. <laughs> I was going to say that's AJ Silver, but I yeah. think they know now. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. You can totally have a cigarette. Yeah. The smoking Like your hangover. lungs. Oh, you just like get a horrible voice. headache. Just, yeah. And then you put that on top of a, a, uh, an alcohol uh, ang- Ah, Dude, it's horrible. Brutal. Yeah. No, thank you. And that's just it. I think, you know, I'm getting older. I'm just like, man, I don't need to do this. <laughs> I just really I know. Don't need to I know. This. I find no. Every now and again, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tie one on, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, meh, yeah, not really. Yeah, my thing. I hear you. Same. I, and you know, people make fun of me in the building, and AJ Silver is one of them. We're <laughs> dropping his name a lot. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, but kind of makes fun of me for drinking wine. But okay. the thing is, is I can drink a straight bottle of wine and not have a hangover. I will feel really, really good. There was just a picture. <laughs> like, Sorry. what are you looking at? There was so just a picture of somebody who had the whole snake tongue going on. Oh, we, we, so everybody knows we have a big screen TV where we're podcasting. And it's just pictures of the station and listeners and this, that, and the other. And there was, yeah, that clearly was, we need to turn off when we're podcasting. Yeah. Because that was, man, that's straight. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, uh, no, thank you. It was, it was crazy. Nope. But anyway, you were saying bottle um, wine, no hangover. Yeah. No hangover, man. And that's not even, you know, making sure I regulate it with water. You know right, what I mean? Right, I can right, just yeah. drink a bottle of wine and not, and feel really good. You know, I won't be stupid drunk, right. but you know, I will have a really good buzz and yeah, I mean, I don't get a hangover. You know, people make fun of it, but I don't know. Call it's responsible. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, in a, knowing your limits is responsible. Yeah, so I yeah. get that. But it's so funny that makes me think about. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. We were reminiscing on his wedding, and I'm like, I drank three bottles of champagne. <laughs> wow, three. I don't know what champagne of champagne. D- did you have a hangover? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. Well, see, some people have told me they're like, worst hangover in my life was from wine. I'm like, if you drink box wine, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that was the worst hangover in my life, too. But Oh, no, Mad um, Dog 2020. Ew. Oh, nice. Ew, disgusting. But Jaeger, I used to drink tons of Jaeger. Like, oh, okay. Jaeger bombs, redheaded sluts. I've like, heard you that's made it. with deer blood. Oh, gross. Is it? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't drink it anymore anyway. Right. I don't want to know. Right. It's one of those things. That's why it's got the deer head on I don't it. Know. Like, the thought, of it, <laughs> the thought of it right now makes me I, get I, I honestly think somebody was messing with me when they told me that, but I could I, would, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know either. But, but like, I did too. I used to do lots of uh, Jaeger bombs and. Like the smell of Red Bull still just like makes me gag. Okay. Because, you know, that's what it's Jaeger and Red Bull. Yeah, like, no doubt. Oh, it's so gross. I mean, I don't mind them. I, st- I don't mind them. Um, but it's like they don't do anything for me. You know what I mean? They don't. I mean, uh, obviously it's alcohol after a while it will. But it just it just doesn't do it for me. So, and neither does beer. Like it just doesn't do it for me. I gotta, I gotta drink so much beer that I get bloated before, you know, before I actually start feeling good. Yeah. You know, after you start feeling good, it just doesn't matter at that point. Right. But then you got to run to the bathroom every 
freaking 10 minutes and you break the seal yeah the and it's thing. just it's just it's ridiculous that's what i say a <laughs> bottle of wine you won't go wrong right <laughs> that's what I'm i don't know like i was drinking wine for a while um but it was sweet wine and i don't think then i'm done with sweet so i don't well it's a, i think that's it's a lot of um it's where people start like i started with mm-hmm. that too um i think when i started out i don't even know how to pronounce it but marischwitz it was horrible horrible I don't, know. I don't even know that it was sweet it was just horrible okay but for some reason that's where i started and drank that for a little while it wasn't a very long thing but yeah a lot of people start with the sweet wine um but then you it's kind of like you start getting heartburn right or you know oh indigestion or whatever Ugh. And so you start thinking to yourself, well, you know, I need to go a little drier. And that's how the process kind of goes into the drier type of wine is. And that's that's just the nitty gritty of it. That's interesting. Yeah, because now I'm on to like a um, I would say Pinot Grigio is about the best because it's right there in the middle of sweet and dry. It's. But for anybody who's never drank wine before, they're going to be like, this is dry. Disgusting. Yeah. Like, this like, is dry. Like dry. Like, like very dry. Like, yeah. Like, that's the best. Is, like, yeah. When I drink dry wine, I'm like, like I feel thirsty. <laughs> you feel thirsty. Like, when I, I drink that? dry wine, I feel thirsty, which is a weird hmm. thing. That is weird. It's the best way to describe it. Like it yeah. dries out my mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Yeah. But it does make sense at the same time. But when you bring up indigestion and drinking, I remember the first time or heartburn. Mm-hmm. The first time I was drinking, God, this is way back, way back when. And I think I was drinking jungle juice. Ah, you know, nice. Just like Everclear. Oh, and like, How old were you? <laughs> in my 20s. Nice. In, my, in my early 20s. And I know I was drinking jungle juice. And I legit thought I was going to die. Really? I thought I was having like a heart attack. Because oh. I'm like, why can't I, you know. Like the next sick. day? or no, like later like you know i drank yeah and then it, was, it wasn't quite the next day but, okay you know. just a couple hours later yeah, yeah. Like, this is awful like i'm gonna die and my friends like eat crackers yeah <laughs> and it helped oh, wow. i was like this is really weird but yeah. and then she had said she's like that's heartburn and i'm like oh <laughs> so, i had never in my life dude no hey never look i am not judging because <laughs> yeah there's been a couple times i've had indigestion and heartburn and i've just been like what the is going on, right? You know like, what I I'm mean. Die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but feels... now you kind of know, and you take yeah. a tums or right. whatever, and you're better. Yeah, but you know, in your early twenties, <laughs> drinking jungle juice, you think you like are gonna die. Yeah, jungle Wait. juice. Wow. <laughs> Did you was ever... it made in the bathtub? I don't know. It was in like <laughs> I didn't know if that giant, was a West Virginia thing or not. It was in one of those giant. When I had it, it was in one of those giant like Gatorade. Uh, okay. Lewis, okay. You know, yeah. That you just mm-hmm. push the button. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like at football I don't know games who made and stuff, it. right? Yeah. Or why they made it or whatever. We were just there to have a good time. No doubt. Which for the most part I did until I thought I was gonna die. I remember going to a college party. Keep in mind, I was I never went to a brick and mortar college. Okay. So okay. Um. So obviously I didn't know anybody there, but it was fun. It was fun, and uh, but yeah, the the jungle juice was made in a bathtub. Okay, that uh, sounds about right. I mean, it, that's, listen, you know, looking back, I'm just kind of like, Ew, that's kind of grody, right? But, yeah, right. <laughs> this the sh- stuff we did in our twenties, like, yeah. um, you know, I I did go to a brick and mortar college, and we like that's where I drank the Mad Dog frequently. Mm. Is just like because you're broke. Mad you're dog. Broke. You know, I think I've only had that one oh, time. Man, it is like I would. Dr- we would just because one bottle 
You're good, but I can't. I don't know why that didn't give me indigestion or heartburn. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like sweet as all sweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it burns so much. Just like <laughs> it's weird that you can mention the name of like a brand yeah. of whatever and just feel it. Right. Like, feel right. Mad Dog in my veins. I can't because, like I said, I think I've only drank it once. Oh, it's. I mean, did you <laughs> did you ever drink Hurricanes? Yes, I had hurricanes. <laughs> yes. Any of the sweet stuff, I definitely did. Well, opinion. obviously, we always called that the, um, you know, like in West Virginia, like the the hobo uh, drink because it was so cheap and super cheap, you know. But you yeah. get a lot of it. You do. Yeah. Now, have you gone to New Orleans and had a hurricane? No. Okay. No. So, I mean, it's still sweet and okay, cheap and whatever. But then they got grenades. Like they got like these very specific. Because I feel like, and I don't know. Because I don't actually know, but I feel like when you go to New Orleans, that's like a big thing. They talk about how hurricanes oh. came from. Okay. I don't know how true that is. Right. They talk about it like no it's doubt. true. And I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense that's to me. That's interesting. Yeah. And yeah. they have, a, you know, they're in like three foot right. containers. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, what is that? It's just not good. No kidding. How is this what our podcast turned into? Uh, I don't know. We can just, look, we'll label it substance. Yes. You know I mean, what I mean? I, we, and we've really run the gamut on that. However. We really have. I mean, starting with the the Porn Star podcast. Yeah. Too, so. <laughs> what a weird, what yeah, a weird podcast. I know. Uh, what are you going to talk about today? Oh, porn stars, uh, addiction, and drinking. There you go. I think that sums it up. I think it does. So we can just wrap it up. I'm just going to hit the button. Okay. Like I do every time. Yeah. <laughs>